What's happening, my friends? Here we go again with the Be The First You show. Here's your host, Parker Wooden. All right, guys. So I know it's been a while since I've done one of these, and I do apologize. I'm trying to, you know, make this more interesting. I'm not trying to just come on here and ramp about stupid shit. You know, I, I try to be real, and I try to make these things educational and motivating and reasons for you to want to change your life or for you to want to change someone else's life. So this is also like a part two of the worst thing you can go through. And if you guys have not listened to that episode, I need you to go back one more episode and listen to that. It's very emotional. And a lot of people are going to be able to relate to this episode because it talks about my depression, my suicidal times, my alcoholism, and a lot of things I went through when I was by myself and you have that sense of aloneness. So this part of this episode, I want to talk about that aloneness. When, when you talk about being alone, a lot of people think it's like, oh, you're just over in the corner, you're by yourself, you're that kid. No, no. Like that kid over in, in the school, maybe he's just that kind of kid. He just wants to be left alone. He's not a people person. You know, I, I get that. When I, and I, in certain situations, I don't want to fucking be around people either. I fucking hate people. I'd rather fucking be by myself watching movies or fucking watching a TV show and be by myself because it's quiet. And I don't have to hear people's fucking bullshit drama. So... What I'm talking about by true aloneness, true aloneness, this is really going to hit some of you. It's when you don't fucking feel like you have friends, okay? And I'm not meaning like, oh, I think of it as a buddy. No, no, no. Like, if you called somebody when you were in like, when you were in danger, you'd have nobody. You would have no sense of, oh, yeah, I can call that person. They'd drop everything to come help me. That is what I'm talking about by feeling alone. It's not like that sense of, I like to be alone. That's way different. Some people just want to be left alone. They just, they get their own mind to think and they do a lot of thinking and they do a lot of planning for their life. Those people, yeah, don't worry about them. But it's the person that feels like they have nobody. They they don't feel welcome with anybody. They don't feel welcome in their own home. Or if you invited them over, they would feel this sense of like, I got to get out of here. I'm not welcome here. I'm not wanted here. And that's how I felt. Even though I had a great family and I had so-called friends, I didn't feel like I could call that person. I didn't feel like if I called my family, they were going to be there. Or they even wanted to hear it because it was just the same old depression Parker. And he was not being happy. He was only bringing negative stuff to the family. But the one person, one person who's always there is God. He's always there. He's always around. You can always reach out to him. And if you don't believe in God, it's okay. It's okay. What I'm just speaking about is even if you don't believe in God, you don't go to church, you don't do this, you don't see Jesus, you don't see all these things, but there's always someone to talk to. You can always go to a church and sit there and know someone is listening. And I don't know if a lot of you have been into a church, know stories of the Bible, know all these things. You don't have to. This is, this is just something I want you guys to think about. In the world of Jesus and everyone who follows him, you're, you're going to be able to understand where I'm coming from. God made the earth in three days. He made the earth. He made this beautiful country, this beautiful place that we call home. But do you know how long it took him to make you? Right. It took Jesus and God to sit down together. And it took them nine months to create this one person for the world, but it only took him three days. So how special do you think you must be to that one person that you want to take your own life? 
I know I'm a being a hypocrite right now. A lot of you are thinking, oh, he's being a hypocrite. He was the guy who wanted to be suicidal. Yeah, I was suicidal. But then when I started going to church and I started listening, then it really hit me that there is somebody out there that took nine months to create me. But he only took three days to create the earth. That means he must see something in you to create you so deep and in detail that he wants to keep you safe and he loves you that much. So if you ever feel like you're alone, you can always reach out to that one person that took nine months to create you. Yeah, you were in your mother and you think that she created you. But who else do you think was responsible for that? That's right. Jesus Christ himself came down and he died on a cross for you. But he took nine months to, to create you. All these great things about you, it took nine months and it only took three days to create this big blue ball floating in the sky. That must mean something to one of you. And that's just what I want you guys to realize. And if you're listening to me talking right now and you thinking and you're thinking of somebody, somebody out there that you haven't spoken to and you just wonder how they're doing, why not call them? Why not call them? What's it going to hurt? They're just going to say, oh, it's good hearing from you. Bye. But what if that person is in the deepest place of their life? They're living in their car. They barely have a job and they're barely able to make rent or whatever is going on in their life. And you call them and just be that friend. And it brightens their day. And then, you know, maybe the next day that person won't be depressed. Because they'll think back, oh, Brian, he called me and that really made me happy. I don't have to feel alone because that man thought of me enough to call me. I haven't spoken to him in years. But it meant something to him. You meant somebody to something. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, if you haven't listened to the episode, you're going to get a little spoiler. But when I went back to my MMA school, and I haven't been there in six years, maybe longer. It's been so long that I can't even remember, and my memory is all screwed up. But I left that gym because I wanted to pursue basketball because I thought it was my future. But then when I was in my depression and I was thinking about what made me happy, what made me happy is that I didn't have to feel depressed and have to resort to alcohol or anything else like that. It was that one place, one place. And I, when I walked through those academy doors and said, hey, is James here? I'd just like to say, hi, I'm an old student. I walked in there. That man saw me from the other side of the gym while he was teaching a class, took time out of his time teaching those kids to come say hello to me. And then other fighters, other people that I haven't seen in years, remembered me and made me feel welcome. And it made me feel like I want to be here. This is where I'm going to be. That's what you guys need to find. Whatever it is in the world, if you need to go to church because you feel welcome, if it's you go to the gym, you go do an art class, you do anything, whatever it is that makes you happy or makes you feel it, that sense of I'm welcome here and I'm not in danger and people are loving here and they have good attitudes and they're positive because you are going to realize this. And for you younger people out there that are listening to this, you're going to realize real fucking quick who your true friends are and who really has your fucking back. Because when I was in school, man, I had, I would say, 20 friends, maybe if I'm lucky. But I didn't realize that they weren't true friends. Because when I was going through that depression, they weren't there. 
they weren't there for me. When I try and reach out on social media, no one, no one's there. They just went, oh, call somebody, go see a counselor. Well, counseling didn't work for me. I didn't like talking to a random stranger that didn't know who I was. That's what I want you guys to understand, was when you're in a deep place, you're going to realize who your true friends are. And I've said this to my friends, my family, even to my fiance now, you want to know who's actually been there for me? Or the one person from high school that I actually have in contact with? She's my fiance. I'm going to marry her. So that, that just tells you right there that you thinking that your friends are important to you, they're not. Or you're important to them, they're, they're not. They're going to disappear. They're going to go their way. You're going to go your way. And you'll never speak to them again unless you go to a high school reunion. So just let that simmer on the inside. That there's always one person looking after you, and that's God. He's up there watching you. Even if you don't believe in God, you don't believe in Jesus, you don't believe in anything, or whatever religion, your, your almighty up there is looking after you, and he's always there. No matter what time of day, what time of night, you're having nightmares, and you just need to roll over and say a prayer to him and have him look after you, you have somebody. You're never alone. I want you guys to remember that. So remember that you're never alone, and you always have someone to talk to. So thank you guys for listening. I hope to keep up on these episodes. Thank you guys for taking time to listen to the Be The First You show. And always remember, be the first you. Don't follow anybody. Don't be like anybody else. Be the first motherfucking you. And y'all have a good one.